I wish I had a chance to do more interview dump trucks in E3 2014, but it just didn't happen. Uh, unfortunately, I just got really busy with uh, our night shows, but I did get a chance to talk with a couple of developers, including Adam Orth, who you might more famously know or infamously know from being the Microsoft employee uh, who said deal with it uh, when there was a conversation happening between Microsoft and consumers uh, regarding the DRM policies uh, on Xbox One that Microsoft has since largely abandoned. Uh, afterwards, Adam uh, resigned uh, from his uh, post at Microsoft, uh, dealt with a lot of people harassing him over the next year or so, uh, and it came out of that experience not only talking about uh, what happened to him, uh, but is channeling that into a new game called Adrift. Uh, it's basically a metaphor for kind of experiencing a disaster in your life and then finding a way to pick up the pieces and move on. Uh, but in Adrift, uh, you are in space and there's been a, a shuttle disaster. Uh, you're not sure why, uh, but no one else seems to be around. Um, and the game is made from the ground up for virtual reality. Uh, it will be playable outside of that, but you know the original concept demo made in Unity, they're now building it on Real Engine 4, uh, was centered around what it's like to strap on this headset and be really immersed in this world. And that's going to be uh, a chief design focus as they continue working on the game. I was able to chat with Adam about it at E3 uh, and especially get into sort of what it means to develop for VR, what that means for the design process. Uh, and I'll just go ahead and turn it over to the two of us. There's just something about like the way that VR turns otherwise simple things that I've seen in a video game a million times, yeah. like adds a depth that like, if this is just what we're scratching the surface on now, I can't imagine what this stuff will be like in a couple of years. Yeah, I mean, you know, just, if you just think beyond games, it's the the technology, I'm sorry. The technology <laughs> is, uh, is incredible, and you know, like I said before, um, the, the unexpected things that have happened for our game specifically um, through the VR, like, we're not presenting, like, a fantasy alien world, right? It's there's no spaceship at the end of a drift. I don't really don't want to. <laughs> uh, maybe I should rewind a little bit. <laughs> I what I was what I was actually driving towards was takes place outside of Earth, right? right? You see the planet Earth, and it's it's totally relatable because everyone knows what that is, and it's like it just it makes you feel this sense of awe that I've never had in a video game before. I mean, I've had awe in video games, but right. not like this, right? And it's really attractive to me because I'm trying to... All the games I want to make are going to be very emotional, narrative-driven story things. And this really just makes those makes makes those things come alive in ways that I haven't been able to achieve as a developer yet. Maybe I'm not a great developer. I don't know. <laughs> but, <laughs> but you're going to try. But I'm going to try and that's the whole point. It's like, you know, it's it's a it's giving me a, a way to reach out to players and and touch players in ways that I've like I said, I've never been able to do before and uh as long as this stuff is around, I'm going to try to make games for VR because, you know, it's a, it's a core tenet of our studio. Like, everything we make, we're going to make awesome games traditionally, but they're also going to be amazing in VR. And how, how does that change the process? Because, you know, it's more than just, you know, like adding like a layer of visual fidelity. I imagine that changes how you think about how you design the game. Right. For a drift, for example, in the, in the demo that you just played, very carefully played with a constricted space and then a very wide open space and we're learning 
because there aren't really no rules right now, at least none that we know of. Everyone's so, figuring it out together yeah, what works and doesn't total, work. Total Wild West. I mean, you know, Oculus has a best practice. Here's what we think works so far. <laughs> and it's great, but it's also really cool because it's limitless and there's limits. So figuring out where to be in that really wide spectrum is hard, but is exciting too. It feels, without sounding silly here, it, it, as all the guys on my team are all senior guys, it's like it's making us feel young again. Like we're like, it's exciting. It's on the cusp of doing new things. And it seems really transformative, but also in the sense that you're not quite sure what that transformation is. Yeah. Yet, like you, you can see over the valley that like there's a lot. An idea of where you're going, but the journey to get there is just totally wild because you're just discovering new things every day, and it's just, uh, you know, I, I don't know. I, I really hope it takes off. I mean, I, I, it has to, right? I mean, it kind of has Seems to. Seems too many people are excited. I'd be really bummed out if this didn't pan out. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, you know, I, I mean, I can't wait till this thing comes out. Not the game, but just the, I mean, I'm excited for the game to come out, but I really want, really want to see what Oculus is going to do because, like I said, even outside of games, it's just totally exciting. The stuff you could do with just watching a movie, you know? And they do it already, you know. I don't know. I don't know what it's called, but there's this thing where you there's like a little mo movie viewer thing, and you can load up files. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm I'm up for all that stuff. I just I really want to understand how multiple people on the same couch share sharing it. If that's four kits, then let's get nuts, man. Right? <laughs> yeah. The idea of like just having four Oculus is just like, wait, so maybe, maybe sitting there quiet with these like boxes on their faces, not talking. Maybe there'll be like new couches that like That's you can right. just kind of like fold That's them right. in. So then it's not just like all these, this tangle of wires. Maybe we'll all be perfect and have Baywatch bodies. Right? <laughs> right? Or maybe we'll all be monsters. Right? One, of, one of the things that you mentioned was that in, in designing for VR and you set up sort of the emotional moments that a lot of games are nerdy, Joe, that, that, that push for those moments, you found that VR heightened those in a way that you weren't really expecting. Yeah, um, again, we're pretty early in making this game. We're only about four months in, but already um, it, it's, it's really hard to put into words, actually. I don't really have the best description of it, but it's just very... It just gives you the feels. It just works. I don't know if it's the combination of the type of game that I'm making and the setting and the the kind of slow, dreamy pace of it that really makes you feel a different way. But it's not just a technical thing for me. Like, like I said earlier, I'm really discovering it's like tapping into an emotional thing and kind of going over these barriers that like I said, were previously a lot of work to do, right? Well, games, you know, are unique in the regard of how they give players a sense of place right. and a sense of space, and it seems like VR seems like, maybe not an end game, but it's like, we didn't realize we needed this, and then suddenly when you start playing in spaces where that you get the depth, you realize, wow, we were maybe missing out on a whole lot of the potential of what games can do in providing players with a sense of where they are and what yeah, they're in. that's right. It's very... Uh I don't know. I mean, I'm kind of at a loss for words about it because, like I said, it's very... Well, it seems like you're still figuring it out. Like, you yeah, guys no, are kind I mean, of making the thing and then yeah. sort of understanding what it is as it the, comes the together. Tip, the tip of our exploration with VR is we're just, just, it's, we're just beginning. I mean, I'm talking about, you know, my studio. It's very, <laughs> but also everyone else, I guess. It's the same, but... Uh, 
you know, I just, it's hard when you see it, you see the game and you're in it like that, it's hard to go and see it the other way now. Yeah. Right? And that's, to me, that's really telling of where we're going. Right. Why, why space? Like, what, why was that an appealing setting? The isolation, like, seems so, to, to play into it, but... Yeah, well, look, I mean, this game is about what happened to me last year, and it's, you know, my life was that spaceship. You know, I woke up one morning, and everything was broken and horrible, and I was totally alone, and it's it's a metaphor for for what I went through and like I said the the game's the game's uh, narrative arc is is uh, action consequence and redemption you know it's like everyone has made a mistake in their lives and everyone has had to kind of deal with the fallout of that and then grow from it and become a better person and that's that's the story I want to tell with this game